You're listening to the Baby Dust Fertility Podcast, and I'm your host, Hannah Bowers. Now, on to the show. This podcast is sponsored by the Fertility Roadmap, your guide to optimizing conception. The self-paced course teaches you everything you need to know to feel confident on your conception journey. Over six modules, you'll gain in-depth knowledge on hormones, how to track and confirm ovulation, when to take a pregnancy test, and strategic lifestyle shifts that are proven to enhance fertility. You'll also gain access to an exclusive community, monthly Q&As, and bonus downloads. Enroll today for just $59.97 at blissberrywellness.com. Well, welcome back to the Baby Dust Fertility Podcast. Um, I hope that you're having a great start to the week. It's always exciting for me to know that Monday mornings, a new podcast episode drops. And um, as you've noticed, we've actually picked up the pace the last few weeks and we are publishing more podcast episodes because we just have a lot of cool people to talk to and a lot of good information to share. So um, I hope you've been enjoying all that extra content. But today we're sitting down with Dr. Katie Wood. Um, She's a pharmacist and she's also an expert at all things fertility. So welcome, Dr. Katie. Thanks for taking some time to be with us today. Hi, Hannah. I'm super excited to be here with you on the Baby Dust podcast. So tell me, you know, when someone hears pharmacist and fertility expert, that's probably not a combination that they are expecting. So what was that journey like? How did you end up in this space where you're now coaching uh, fertility clients? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. And just kind of like a little sidebar that's kind of funny is I have been asked, like, how can you be a pharmacist and like take an integrative approach? And it's like, well, why not? Like Mm -hmm. I, I can marry the two or even learn the pros and cons of conventional medicine and then be able to really kind of bring out the benefits of integrative medicine and the integrative approach. But that's just kind of a funny thing that I've encountered along the way. But yeah, so I have eight years experience as a retail pharmacist and have a lot of experience in just, you know, seeing people in doctors, just treating the symptoms. Um, But it really wasn't until my own experience when my husband and I actually started trying to have a family, I was coming off of 13 years of birth control use consecutively, 13 Mm -hmm. years. Um, And the only advice I got from my OB at the time was that I could stop the birth control and start trying in the same month, which like... Mm is not good or (laughs) sound advice. Um, Mm -hmm. So even as a pharmacist, you know, there's just limited knowledge that I feel like doctors and healthcare providers even have about fertility. And and I took her advice at face value and that's exactly what I did. And we struggled to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, basically I feel like I thought I was quote unquote healthy, being a healthy weight, you know, all those surface level things. But I think at the end of the day, I wasn't because birth control, among other things, can take a a toll on your body on a ton of different levels. So I had done a lot of soul searching, a lot of research. I came across acupuncture and that that can be beneficial for fertility Hmm. about seven months in to our journey. And the acupuncture the acupuncturist was amazing. 
so knowledgeable. And it was a learning experience to learn a lot about myself and my body. And three months later, I conceived, I had a healthy, beautiful, like just vibrant pregnancy. And we had a home birth and just so many like learning experiences throughout that journey. And yeah, I just knew that there's more I could do to support people in general, but having experienced the lack of like guidance and knowledge in fertility and even in pregnancy, there's just a gap. Like you and I were talking before we started recording, there's just such Mm -hmm. a gap in um, really night, like quality healthcare and support for women Mm -hmm. on this journey to motherhood. So yeah, just kind of took the plunge. And and now this is what I do is really helping women feel, I like to say feeling educated and empowered because Mm -hmm. that's what I was looking for for myself. And that's how I felt at the end of the day, once I found the right mentor for me. Um, But yeah, so that's how I, how I got to where I am today. Yeah. You know, I love there. I feel like there's this just, um, especially in the past five, seven years, this emergence of all sorts of different health practitioners, people who have, you know, very recognizable credentials that are breaking out of that conventional model and saying, you know, I believe there's more here and I can do more with my education. And I think that's amazing um, because, you know, like you said, you have a massive knowledge of pharmacy because you're a doctor of pharmacy and how amazing now for you to be able to take that and be like, well, I I know this, but then now I can also pair it with this over here. And so I just think that's incredible as we see this shift um, of so many who are just breaking out of the conventional model to provide more comprehensive care. Mm -hmm. You are so right. There's a ton, even just in the pharmacy space, Mm -hmm. I'm in this wonderful circle of colleagues, other pharmacists stepping out of the conventional role and just doing amazing mm-hmm. things and just creating a ripple effect. It's really yeah. a beautiful, it's, a, it's an interesting, but like beautiful time to be alive, really. Yeah, it really is. And I, my husband always points this out, whereas you see all these different industries that have transformed in the past few years. And there are only a few left, um, like banking, he's in fintech. So banking is one of those last archaic models and medicine. We really haven't seen up until recently a shift in just the mindset of different practitioners. And so I feel like in a way you can almost feel that starting Mm -hmm. of like, okay, this isn't going to look the same in even a couple of years. And that's okay. It's really good. Yeah. So, you know, we connected on Instagram, um, you know, I was, which we were just talking about this. We had, I had seen one of your posts, which I enjoy your posts. I feel like they're all really, um, they're really, uh, I'm looking for the right word, but they're really, uh, considerate. I think that's it. They're, they're just well thought. And so I appreciate that about the post, but there was one in particular that you talked about that I thought was just really fascinating. Not something that we, we really dive into a lot, but you were working with a client, you were working on the mindset, kind of how that impacted her energy and how that really ultimately downstream was impacting her fertility. And I wondered if we could pause there for a minute. First of all, if you could kind of just break down what it is we're even talking about, this is probably a new concept to a lot of our listeners. Um, but I'd just love to, to just break that down a little bit with you. Yeah. So the poster talking about my client had this huge aha moment and 
I wish I could give credit to where I, I first heard or read this question, but I can't put my finger on it. But I, I read it or heard it somewhere. And it was, would your baby feel welcome or called to come into your world right now? Like in the state, you know, mental and the mental state that you're in, um, or just like the energy that you are leading your fertility journey with, do you think your baby would feel safe and welcome to come in at that moment? And that question really hit me because, you know, thinking back for me personally, like, no, of course my baby wouldn't feel safe or welcome to because I was, you know, desperate and frustrated and overwhelmed and really making a lot of choices out of like control and force and all of those things. So I had posed that question on one of our group coaching calls and I believe she must have, she watched the replay and she commented in the group, just like, wow, that also really resonated with her. And she had this aha moment of like, I am leading my fertility journey in this victim mentality, which everyone has their own unique journey. But I do think that that's common um, mm -hmm. to have that like victim mentality mindset of why her, why not me? Um, I'm not good enough or, you know, tons of things like that. And, and when you have awareness that's when you can start making positive changes. Like awareness is so powerful. And, and even just like thinking about it, like in my body, I'm just getting like all like numb and fuzzy right now because it is so important because if you're not aware that this is how you are being, then it's never going to change. So when she had that moment of realization, it's like, yes, now, yes, that is like the gold that we want because then we can start moving through that. Why is this coming up? And then starting to shift those mm -hmm. mindsets. Um, so yeah, it, I was so excited for her <laughs> because I just think it's a very pivotal point in your journey when you can really start making changes. Yeah, and you know, I, I think, you know, a lot of times, I've, I feel like this comes up on every single podcast with every single guest, but, you know, we're so used to this segmented model of health, you know, like if I have a problem with my digestion, I go see the GI doc. And if I have a problem with mood, I might go see um, someone who's a mental health counselor or specializes in that area. And it, it's reproductive. It's the reproductive organs and we kind of box it. And mm -hmm. so it's like, that's it. But to kind of take a step back and recognize that, you know, maybe these thought patterns that we're having are impacting the safety that our bodies are feeling, or even, even the hormones that are being pumped or, or how our body is responding to things like that's a, that's a huge eye opener. Um, I, I can imagine that, uh, it, for your client, that was probably like something that had never even like come on the radar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it can be a tough question to even consider for yourself because when the answer is ultimately no you know mm -hmm. that is hard to accept and and maybe even if someone else heard it maybe they wouldn't even be ready to mm -hmm. accept that yet everyone yeah. is in a different place um but yeah I was so excited for her and 
and just kind of speaking back to like you know the the limiting beliefs and things like Mm -hmm. that I wanted to talk about um I learned this from my mentor my like business and transformation coach mentor uh David Hawkins has a scale the scale of consciousness have you ever heard of it Mm -mm. no I haven't well I'm definitely going to give you like a link of the image for you to put in your show notes because just looking at it, it can really put things into perspective, but basically um, it's like a scale of like vibration and frequency mm-hmm. and shame is the lowest frequency that you can have. It's huh. shame, guilt, apathy, grief, and fear. Those are the absolute lowest frequencies that you could have. And I know you know this because I know you're in this space. All of those, all are just like filling up so many people's cups right now that's dealing with fertility struggles and and my own too. Um, So we're leading our fertility journeys with this really low, dense, stagnant, like frequency and, and even just getting up to like, neutrality or acceptance like that even anger is better to have than shame because with anger a lot of times you are more likely to um, go into action to like do something about it whereas like shame it's more like hiding and just you know almost like in the fetal position just not feeling um, safe really Mm -hmm. so it's an interesting way to kind of look at oh this is how I'm feeling and this is like the energy that I'm having in my day-to-day life you know what is that doing to your body I mean everything is energy I did a post the other day about how even food has a frequency so our thoughts have frequencies and vibrations as well so eating like just for example like processed foods that has like a zero or negative like energetic vibration versus Mm eating like fresh fruit or vegetables, like food from in its purest, most natural state is going to have the highest energetic vibration. And it's just, it's really, it's food for thought to just kind of engage curiosity about how am I being, how am I showing up um, for myself and along this journey to becoming a parent, like it's, you know, you're a mother of two with one on the way, like motherhood is in my mind, this like portal of opportunity to really like step into your highest self and your highest purpose on this journey that we call life. But, um, you know, I think it can be hard to see that opportunity if you're drowning in shame and guilt and and just feeling unworthy of of being a mother to begin with. Mm, yeah, that's absolutely true. And I feel like I see that, you know, in our community, uh, I would say there is a set percentage of posts that come through that are all from that perspective of just like, oh, why me? Uh, <clears throat> we seem to go through these phases of like, oh, so-and-so is pregnant again. And 
they haven't tried and da, 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 da. And why I totally understand. I mean, our journey to pregnancy each time has not been easy. It has been difficult. Inevitably, I have friends, all of my, like my close friends for the most part seem to just, you know, boom, it happens. And so it's been a struggle, first of all, just personally trying to like wrestle with it, but then also, you know, not really having that community that can truly understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but but to but to fall into this place where we're just like, oh, so and so, and oh, I see this happening again. Oh, I see this happening again. And I know for me, it's like that that red flag of like, you know, if I can't be excited for someone else even if they're having what it is that I want, but it's in a, you know, different is just happening differently for them. That's Mm -hmm. a huge red flag that my mind and the thoughts that I'm producing and the thing, the place that I'm dwelling in is probably not that healthy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's like this recognition we have to have to be even be able to be like, okay, I'm going to look around and recognize that this is outside of myself. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's like really hard work, especially when you've been trying for something and Mm -hmm. trying and trying and just not getting there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It is hard. And I think that that's another reason why finding like a coach or a mentor or even like a group like a smaller, more intimate group mm-hmm. space yeah, is so important because then you can have that like mental, emotional, spiritual support because it is very hard and difficult. And it's, and it's not to say you can't vent and talk about those things. I just think it's a very fine line of getting it out there and then being caught or being caught by the undertow mm-hmm. of, yeah all of these like negative emotions and feelings and just getting sucked into that and it can be hard to shake off so you know having tools that you can use to kind of get yourself into a more positive state Hey friends, if you're looking for a way to gently support your body, your hormones, and just your overall well-being, then it's time to check out Agni. Agni's fertility line includes teas, seasoning mixes, and even cookies, all designed to help you feel your best and have better regulated hormones. You can head over to agniforall.com, check out the entire fertility line. It includes products for him and her. Use the code BLISSBERRYWELLNESS at checkout to save. Mm, Yeah, that's a perfect segue because it's exactly what I wanted to ask next of um, when you're in that setting and you're posing a question like this, which is admittedly, you know, it's a hard question to ask about where your mind's at, how that energy is impacting the health of your body, because Mm -hmm. it does, it really does. And we have, you know, because this can feel like such a foreign concept, there's, there is legitimate and lots of scientific evidence that that follows and and points to this um but but when you're asking that question what what steps do you have or or tips do you have that are trying to you maybe start processing that or start releasing that um what's what's something simple that you can start with first yeah so i think it's individualized depending on what type of work the the client has done in the past um but I think the most easiest, simplest, and inexpensive way to start is journaling. Mm, that's great. Journaling, even just 
for one minute before you go to bed in the morning um, and just be becoming curious, you know, without judgment and having compassion for yourself. So like for my client, you know, she realized oh, I'm leading in this victim mentality. It's not about, okay, then be hard on yourself because you're doing that. No, it's just about being curious, like, okay, well, you know, what kind of thoughts am I having? When do these thoughts come up? And that's where journaling can be helpful because you, you have it written down because our days, you know, our busy lives, days just kind of bleed into each other and it's hard to remember, but when you journal every day, it's going to be easier for you to track like, mm. okay, so maybe it's in my luteal phase. Like this is really when my mindset takes a hit because, you know, my hormones are fluctuating. And that's another reason why journaling is just the easiest way to start for someone who might be new to this. Um, I love meditations and visualizations. So, you know, if, if you realize you're in a victim mentality, I'm just going to use my client as an example, you know, meditating and just trying to visualize like, what is the opposite of being in a victim mentality, like being empowered, I would say. So just, in, you know, envisioning yourself being empowered on your journey, whatever that may look like for you. And um, there is another practice and people could look this up on YouTube, um, emotional freedom technique, it's tapping. So when you do pinpoint your fears or your doubts or your limiting beliefs, write them down. Um, you know, I can provide you with a link with instructions on how to do EFT, yeah, but um, basically you write your limiting beliefs or your fears down, and then you go through the whole tapping um, process and it's supposed to neutralize those fears um, or at least make them less than what they were before. Yeah. And it sounds like with each of these things, it's really just having that tool, knowing how to use it and applying it when the time comes that, that you are in need of some sort of intervention. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like intervention sounds like a harsh word here. It's not supposed to be harsh, but, um, assistance, maybe just some gentle assistance or support. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that you started out with journaling. I know historically in my life, this is not a season where journaling has made sense, but I have in the past been an avid journaler and there have been times of like some really difficult seasons and going back through those journals, it's like, it's almost cringeworthy because it's like, you remember, yeah. <laughs> remember that stage and that, that time period in life. But at the same time, it's so interesting to see the patterns, which even during that time I found so helpful because I wasn't recognizing thought processes that were just going on repeat. It wasn't mm -hmm. until that I saw it written down and it was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that I am, I'm falling into this, you know, regularly that yeah. this is, this is actually a problem. It, fe it felt like in the moment, like it was a, in the moment issue, but it's really, there's something maybe a little deeper here that, that we need to look into. Absolutely. And that's a good point that you bring up. If, if it feels too challenging to mm -hmm. journal what's going on, an alternative that you could start with is gratitude journaling. Mm -hmm. So even coming up with three, even if it's just one thing every day, I say three to five things that you're grateful for. And it could be as simple as I have running water 
And when you start mm-hmm. doing that on a regular basis, that's going to really introduce more positivity in your mind and really kind of silence that the negativity that you have going on, you know, slowly over time. So that, that would be maybe a little bit more gentler place to start for someone who's like, I'm not ready to look at what my mind is, is telling me. Yeah, no, that's such a great point. And I think there are at this, it's gratitude journaling has become so popular that there are so many apps that make it easy to do it even on your phone. If you're not a writer, if you want something that's going to prompt you every day. I mean, I think there are just so many resources now that it's, it's almost too easy not to start. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if someone's listening and they, they're recognizing that, you know, some of the things that you've said are they're resonating, they kind of want to explore it further. What would be the next steps to find you and connect with you? So I'm definitely very active on Instagram. You can find me at the underscore wellness underscore pharmacist, or you could head to my website, happynourishedmotherhood.com. You'll find all my social media platforms there. Um, I have some free resources on there as well. And I do have a free discovery call. So if you want to connect, you know, a little bit more intimately, you can head over to there and book a call. Fantastic. Well, we'll put all of those links, including the other things that we discussed in the show notes below. That way they're just really easy to find. But uh, Dr. Katie, thank you for taking time to just discuss this with us and kind of uh, uh, break down the that connection between mindset, energy, whole body health and fertility. I think that's just so valuable to be aware of um, on this journey. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Well, that wraps up today's episode of the Baby Dust Fertility Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen and leave a review if you love the show, but we'll be back next week with another episode. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts and we'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode.